Welcome to Diverse, the podcast of the Society of Women Engineers. SWE supports the advancement of women in engineering and technology. You can find all of our podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, and SWE's blog, All Together, at altogether.swe.org. Hi, I'm Penny Worsing, FY19 President of the Society of Women Engineers. Joining me now is Carol Fishman-Cohen. She's the chair and co-founder of the career re-entry firm, iRelaunch. SWE partnered with iRelaunch to create our STEM re-entry program that helps technical professionals get back to work after a career break. Thanks for joining us, Carol. Hi, Penny. Thanks for having me. Carol, you, you have an interesting story. You took a career break yourself and returned to work. You did a TED Talk about your experience and wrote the Harvard Business Review article, The 40-Year-Old Intern. Tell us more about your background and career. So that's right. I am a relauncher, as we call people who are returning to work after a career break. I'm a relauncher myself. I went back to work after my own career break many years ago, it feels like, uh, way back in 2001. I had been working as a financial analyst uh, in an investment bank in the late 80s, and I was on maternity leave with my first child in February of 1990 when the company I worked for collapsed. So that began my career break. I didn't did not have a company to return to, and we ended up having three more kids in close succession. So I was home for 11 years uh, with my children, and then in 2001, I returned to work at an investment firm, in part because there were people I used to work with at the investment bank who are now at that investment firm. So I worked there, subsequently left to write back on the career track, co-author that book with another relauncher, Vivian Rabin, also in finance. And then we co-founded iRelaunch in 2007, which was the same year that our book back on the career track was published. In 2012, I wrote the Harvard Business Review article, The 40-Year-Old Intern, which has become known as the seminal article on return to work internships. And in 2015, a TED Talk that I gave locally here in Boston, where I'm based, called How to Get Back to Work After a Career Break was elevated to the Big TED platform. They choose a few local TED Talks to elevate to the Big TED and mine was, I was fortunate that mine was one of them. And since then, we've had almost 1.7 million people view the talk, and it's been translated into 29 languages. And every week, we hear from individuals who are interested in returning to work, and we hear from employers who are interested in creating programs to engage with this pool. So it's been very exciting, and I feel directly connected to relaunchers who are going through this process because I have experienced every phase of it myself firsthand. Well, it, it is a an important um, part of the career progress uh, progression for many women. So um, I'm so glad you're, you're doing that. Um, let's see, in 2015, SWE and iRelaunch began the STEM reentry task force with seven of our companies from SWE's Corporate Partnership Council. The founding organizations are Booz Allen Hamilton, Caterpillar, Cummins, General Motors, IBM, Intel, and Johnson Controls. Since then, more organizations have joined the task force. 
So have engineering and technology firms embraced the idea of reentry programs for technical professionals? Well, they have, and I certainly believe that the STEM Reentry Task Force, which now includes 20 global companies, is one of the reasons that the tech sector has embraced this concept. We've, we've really been leading the way. Uh, originally, it was really the Wall Street and financial services companies that grasped onto this concept uh, first. Goldman Sachs had the original program in 2008, and there are now a critical mass of finance and Wall Street firms that run these programs. So that really happened because there was a sense of urgency around not enough women in mid to senior level roles in that sector. And then of course in the tech sector, there are not enough women at any level. And before the STEM Reentry Task Force, most of the initiatives that were really excellent initiatives, but they were all focused on young girls, girls who code, young women, keeping women in technical majors who um, who started in them. And there was nothing really focused on women who were already credentialed, who already had the work experience, but for one reason or another had either left the workforce completely or had left their technical careers. So that was the population that the STEM Reentry Task Force was really focused on. And I'm excited to say by the end of this year, we should have over 300 participants in task force member programs. Each company runs their own unique program with, with its own unique parameters, but the companies that have joined in a particular year not only benefit from subject matter expertise uh, that we provide at iRelaunch, but the uh, collaboration and the guidance from the Society of Women Engineers and the clout and the presence of the Society of Women Engineers has been a big factor um, in terms of the collaboration and in terms of the troubleshooting that goes on when the program managers, uh, when the program managers are building these programs as a group in the same timeline. So we're really, really excited uh, about the growth and expansion of the task force itself, not only in terms of the original companies that were in the task force have expanded their programs, and then we've had more and more companies join the task force every year. That is that is fabulous and a great synergy. Um, the economy is good right now, um, and the demand for engineers is high. So why do technical professionals find it difficult to go back to work after taking a few years off to raise children or take care of an aging parent? So professionals in any sector who take career breaks, especially if they're multi-year career breaks, uh, feel as time goes on, they may experience a diminished sense of self because they become more and more professionally disconnected and they need to build back up their confidence and reconnect with their professional selves to build back up that uh, professional related identity. So that is, is a generic universal process that people go through when they are returning after taking a career break. And there are all sorts of pieces that contribute to them um, moving forward in that process. But for people who are specifically in technical careers, 
there's also the additional challenge of obsolescence and being concerned that even if they were out for a very short period of time, that they've missed all sorts of changes in their field. And if more typically they're out for years, and it could be five years or 10 years or, or longer, they're going to feel completely technologically obsolete. So there's this additional challenge of updating skills and becoming subject matter experts again, which is a process that sometimes involves formal coursework. Uh, it can be online courses uh, like or and courses that are part of MOOCs, um, so edX or Coursera uh, courses. And one that's popular, I'll give you an example, is uh, MIT's is, is MIT edX's course in Python. Uh, I know that that's been a an excellent credential for technical relaunchers who are looking to relaunch in data science, for example. But that is an additional challenge that uh, technical relaunchers face when they are uh, getting ready to return to work. But they do it, and we're and we're actually seeing some incredibly inspiring stories of how people who are thriving in their jobs in, in are thriving in their technical jobs after very long career breaks. And that's one of the exciting parts about the STEM reentry task force is that we have amazing success stories that are coming out as a result of task force programs where uh, technical uh, relaunchers have returned to work after long gaps. And, and we trumpet and feature those success stories. That makes that makes perfect sense. Um, you mentioned that uh, by the end of this year, over 300 women and and men will have gone through this reentry task force program, and many of them have been hired for full time positions. Can you give us more detail on the hiring rates, and also maybe share some stories of individuals in these programs? Sure. One of the most exciting results of the task force is that we're getting very consistent numbers in terms of how many people get hired after these programs complete. So task force programs are sort of like college internship programs. Uh, the group of mid-career professionals gets recruited together. They start the program around the same time. Uh, they can range, the programs can range from nine weeks to six months. There's usually an orientation at the beginning and then professional development programming as the internship progresses. And we're seeing so far that among task force programs, between 57% and 100% of the participants in each company cohort get hired when the program completes. These results are very consistent with, and even exceed to uh, by a small amount, the results that we had been seeing on Wall Street, where 50% to over 90% of participants in return to work programs and finance were getting hired when the programs completed. So we are very encouraged by these high conversion rates, as we call them, and the fact that they're so consistent. So that's been really, really exciting. Uh, some some success stories. Um, I can tell you at IBM, there have been a number of data scientists. So uh, primarily women, although there are the there are also men in these programs. Um, but uh, women who might have had a computer science background, been out ten or eleven years, taking taken some online coursework, and then returning to work through the IBM Tech Reentry Program as a 
uh, data scientists and uh, thriving in the role now that they, some of them have been back for uh, what's going on two years. Um, I know that there was a very interesting story at General Motors where one of their own alumni, and I should point out that when companies create these programs, so at General Motors, it's the Take Two program, they're not only connecting with uh, the population in general of people who have taken career breaks and now want to return to work, but they're connecting with their own alumni, people who used to work at General Motors, for example, who took career breaks and now want to return. And there was uh, one of the relaunchers in the original class had a career break of over 20 years and was a brake electronics engineer uh, many years ago, took her long career break, came back into the same area and is currently working there. So that was, uh, also a really ex exciting uh, success story. Um, I remember at Johnson & Johnson, there was a uh, relauncher there who had taken a relatively short career break, but she had a very unusual um, background in metallurgy and a special kind of engineering. And that was actually a role that they were looking to fill for a couple of years and they didn't find anyone with the right skill set. And through their Reignite program, they identified a, a relauncher who had taken a career break and came back and is now in that role. Uh, so we've seen some incredible stories, a more recent one. Um, this was a man who um, is in United Technologies re-empower program, spent nine years as a missionary in Asia and came back through re-empower, just finished the program and was hired to resume his technical career. So all sorts of really interesting and inspiring uh, stories uh, that that have come out of the task force. Those are those are really great, tangible examples of the benefits, not only to the employees, but to the companies as well. In some of these cases, the companies were able to really um, fill a niche need that they had. So that is fabulous. Um, you, Yeah. Well, let me just, let me just interject mm -hmm. there that this pool of returning professionals is a very high caliber pool. And when we're talking to employers, the reason we're telling them that they should be interested in this pool is that they really can't afford to ignore this pool because they're educated, have great work experience, uh, are in a stable life stage, uh, have an energy and enthusiasm about returning to work precisely because they've been away from it, a more mature perspective. So as a talent pool, this is a very high caliber, rich talent pool that employers should definitely uh, be tapping. It happens to also be predominantly female. So that's another reason that uh, companies are, are interested in it. But this is a talent pool that should be tapped as just as a company would tap any other high caliber, high potential talent pool. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you mentioned that each of the companies um, have their own unique structure and name to this program. And some of these organizations have actually had a, a number of classes or, or cohorts now. Are these companies scaling up to hire even more returning professionals? Yes. And that was what our vision was, was that the pilots would start very small and would start predominantly with technical roles. And then as companies 
saw the caliber of candidate that was coming in the door through these programs, more and more managers would get interested across a whole range of functional areas in these companies and they would expand. And we have, have seen that now uh, with a number of our participating companies, programs are expanding at different rates, but you know, a company that, um, I know General Motors uh, started with a very small class initially uh, of 10 uh, uh, Take-Two participants, and now they're on their fifth cohort and they have six times as many um, roles. So we see an exponential expansion. Uh, United Technologies is uh, has just piloted its program in the current year, 2018, and they have already run two cohorts uh, in the uh, winter and the spring, and they're about to run their third cohort in the fall, and their program is structured, so they're gonna run three cohorts every year. Uh, And so we're seeing different companies approach the expansion in different ways. IBM uh, has has been running an expanded cohort across more geographies every time they run the program. And they just expanded to India uh, for the first time just this month. So uh, the domestic expansion, the international expansion, expansion across functional lines and in different divisions is something that uh, we're starting to see more and more of. And that was the original vision. And it's it's super exciting to see it become a reality. It, it is exciting. It must be very exciting for you to to be a part of, you know, getting something like this off the ground. Um, I know that in, uh, you know, there were the original uh, seven cor- companies that were in the uh, reentry task force back in 2015. And then I understand in 2017, seven more organizations joined the task force. And then again in 2018, an additional six companies joined the task force. So now that brings the total um, to 20. Can new companies still join? Absolutely. Uh, So we're already organizing and recruiting companies for the fourth cohort, the 2019 cohort. Um, Companies that joined in 2017 included Ford and Johnson & Johnson and Medtronic and Northrop Grumman and United Technologies and companies that uh, joined in 2018 um, include Raytheon and Dell and Boeing and Millipore Sigma and Asurion and the Aerospace Corporation. So just incredible companies that we're seeing uh, join every year. And we've already got some new great names that are interested in 2019. So the vision is that the task force continues to expand with more and more companies joining every year. And as I said, the uh, programs that launched in the prior years keep expanding also. So if both of those things happen at the same time, we have the opportunity for exponential expansion of these programs and the number of people involved. That is great. And I understand companies looking for more information, um, you can look at the task force microsite at reentry.sweet.org or email to reentry at sweet.org. And for technical professionals wanting to return to work, um, they can go to our website, reentry.sweet.org. Carol, Carol Fishman. Yes. Um, uh, Carol Fishman Cohen is the, um, is the chair and co-founder of the career entry firm, I relaunch. Carol, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Penny. It was great to be on with you. I'm Penny Worsing for all of us at SWE. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes or like your favorite episodes on SoundCloud. If you have not already made plans to be part of the largest gathering of women engineers in the world, visit our We18 conference site, we18.swe.org. Information on housing, registration, and keynote speakers is now available.